Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In a hotel, you know, you also have to realize that that guest that's sitting down, most likely you're going to establish a relationship with them because they're on vacation and you may see them multiple times throughout their week mm-hmm. or weekend. It's not like a, um, like a regular restaurant where someone's going to come and go. You may never see them again. Hi. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. <laughs> On today's episode, we learn the difference between hotel service and restaurant service. But first, the intro. Tired of working deadbeat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you As usual, I'm joined by my good friend Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Here to help us discuss is Ryan Hansen. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Ryan and I have known each other for many years. And basically through his wife. I worked with your wife. I went to school with Ryan. What? Yeah. We did? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We did? (laughs) At the Institute? Yeah. Yeah, AI. Yeah. Oh, now it's flooding back to me. The artist. (laughs) Yeah. Crap. We go way back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And this is the first time I've seen you in years. I reached out to you because one of our listeners, Stacy Amaro, wrote to me via email. If mm-hmm. you ever wanted to get in touch with me, uh, themodernwaiter at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at themodernwaiterpodcast. And she she said, you know, longtime listener, we've, we've written back and forth. And she was interested to know because she works in a hotel mm-hmm. and she wanted to, to us to do a show on the differences between regular restaurants and hotel uh, restaurants or service. Mm-hmm. And here we are. So thank you, uh, Stacy, for listening, for one, and uh, reaching out. Yes. yes. Thank you so much, Stacy. And so I wrote back. I immediately thought of you. And so take me a little bit through your history now. What's your first service related job at all gosh it goes all the way back um i started working when i was about 14. okay my dad's a chef so so it's kind of in the family um and my mom kind of cut me off from giving me monies when i was 14. so 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 i went out there's a local country club in my hometown Mm -hmm. i started working there as a a caddy and and then i actually moved into the restaurant side um started back of the house in the kitchen and then i worked my way as a busser Mm -hmm. And then throughout life, after that, I worked there for a few years. And then after that, I've been in um, small restaurants. Uh, you know, I've been in steakhouses. Uh, I've worked in a bunch of different restaurants. And then, um, and then 2009, fast forward, is when I first entered into the hotel business. What year? 2009. 2009. Wow. Okay, so that's a good amount of time. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited because you have restaurant experience yes. so it's a one-stop shop yeah and like i said i've done everything in all different types of restaurants i've worked in high-end steak steakhouses mm-hmm. um i've worked in small mom and pop restaurants 
uh, and country clubs. And wow. We might have to have you back. Yeah. <laughs> You're well vetted in the, in the restaurant industry. So now, the, what's the biggest thing that you feel as a difference in expectations, guest expectations, when a guest sits down at a regular restaurant versus when they are with a, a server in a hotel? I mean, I feel like expectations are just going to be the same, you know. Okay. Um, however, being in a hotel, you know, you also have to realize that that guest that's sitting down, most likely you're going to establish a relationship with them because they're on vacation and you may see them multiple times throughout their week mm -hmm. or weekend. It's not like a, um, like a regular restaurant where someone's going to come and go. You may never see them again. That is so true. Yeah, you're gonna see them probably so, for the duration of the day. <laughs> yeah. Even in passing. Yeah, so it's uh, it's incredible to build a relationship right away and a good relationship. So you should always start off in that mindset of, hey, let me introduce myself to these people, get comfortable with them, and and you know, and establish that that ground right away. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's also good to have them coming back and then remember who you are and you know, build a small relationship. Absolutely, man. So then you're. I never thought of that. So then you're actually building little relationships, maybe one, two, three, four, five days at a time, mm -hmm. and people coming in and out, rotating. So I can only imagine, because as a server in a regular restaurant, I see that person once, maybe I'll see them again yeah. in a few months, maybe next year, stuff like that. But to know that I'm going to see them tomorrow, I would probably have a different lens lens for sure also as a great part um you probably will see see them again if they come back next year in the following year mm -hmm. um you know i've worked in at a hotel for 12 years mm -hmm. and 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 i've i've dealt with guests that have come back year after year after year and then you just build that even bigger relationship be like hey you know mr so-and-so it's, it's great to see you welcome back that's, that's and uh, it's really special it really is special that's kind I love of, that. I love it too. I love that. Can you run down for me quickly your positions throughout your hotel experience? Absolutely. So, um, like I said, when I first started in hotels in 2009, I went in as an in-room dining server. Okay. Um, which is really cool. Room service server. It's a uh, room service. If you're not familiar with it, it's a 24-hour operation. Okay. Um, at least at the hotel I was at, and it was basically um, you. It's a it's a server position. Uh, we we worked out of a kitchen in the basement, um, but it was a full kitchen solely just for room service. Mm -hmm. And you know we'd serve breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then we'd have a selective overnight menu. Okay. And you know and, and the guests will call down an order. We would have a um, an order taker, so they would have their their own separate area in the kitchen itself. They they receive the calls. People would already have a menu in their room. They they would order off the menu, and then. The order taker would go ahead and, and put the order in. It'd go straight straight to the line, and then the kitchen, and then we get it. And then we prepare their meal or meals or drinks or whatever it is. We mm -hmm. did a lot of bottle service as well, and set set it up on a cart, take it up into the, to the room. You know, we'd usually have, you know, our window of thirty minutes from from when they hang up the phone to prepare everything and take it up to their room. Um, we'd have our little carts with hot boxes. So if it was hot food, you know, we'd have everything in a hot box. 
So if there was any weight from being down, like I said, down in the basement mm. to go into the room. all the way up to maybe the 24th floor, you know, um, using the same elevators as the uh, as the housekeepers do, mm-hmm. which is always a constant battle. Um, take that up to the room. Now, once you get into the room, then it's creating that experience of, of bringing to the room. Some of these rooms had full kitchen suites and dining rooms. So you'd go in there and I would, uh, you know, me, I, I would always go above and beyond. If they had a dining room table, I'd first you know enter in and then set up their whole dining room table i'll put their forks their knives do do all the settings you know their drinks and and then oh, man. and then set up the uh the you know their their dinners and then uncover it and present it to them you know because you want them to feel like they're actually going out to eat somewhere and not just you know receiving a, a tray of food yeah i love it and then going that extra distance you know really again just establishes that relationship with them that's pretty cool like I, you must be a mind reader because I really wanted to know how room service works. What is something that we would be surprised to know about room service? Like, wh- how, how do we get it wrong a lot of the times as guests? Um. Well, again, this that kind of goes from hotel to hotel, okay. you know. And from your experience, I mean, from my experience, you know, um, how people may get it wrong is they think that hey, it's just like a a, a grab-and-go takeout thing that maybe the food isn't really really that good because it's just room service mm-hmm. uh, however I mean from my experience in our kitchen you know we had a really great chef and you know we put out really really great amazing food and it's just you know people um, you know maybe see, seeing it to to believe that the food was really good so going into it maybe not doing room service ever you know thinking like oh hey i'm just gonna order it says it's gonna be a cheeseburger it'll probably get to me cold the fries will be cold mm. um so yeah but it, again it all falls back on the server in the kitchen and making sure that that full process gets to them where they feel like you know hey this is really good food now what about the gratuity when it comes to gratuity in room service the person who runs it is just a, the the runner, or do the does the runner do stuff on the back end? Do you guys pool it? That all kind of varies, usually from operation to operation. How Makes we, sense. yeah. So the gratuity was always included. Yeah, uh, there was always a service charge included, whatever it was. I think it was like maybe twenty twenty percent, twenty two percent, and that would automatically get charged to, you know, on on the check as well. Automatically, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember seeing, yeah. Automatically and. Server doesn't always get that full twenty percent, whatever it is. Usually, the hotel takes a cut, and uh-huh. and then so whatever falls back. But then you know, usually there's one or two, maybe even three servers that'll be running a shift, and then we would always we would always share it. We would always pull it because you don't know which 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 uh, check you're gonna get. You know, you just get the next one in line. So mm. so the fair way we, that we did it was we would always pull a shift shift pool. Okay. So. Let's say, you know, I got a, the next check that will come in. We rotate checks. I got a check that came in. It was just a burger and fries and a soda. And the next call that came in, let's say it was a bottle of Grey Goose. Um, you're automatically going to get that 22% on that bottle of Grey Goose. The bottle of Grey Goose is going up for 600 So versus a burger, that, that 20% is going to be, you know, a lot less. So, yeah, to be fair, we would always shift pool. Mm. And yeah, so the AM shift, the PM shift, and the overnight shift, they, they would do a shift pool. That makes sense. Now take me from the room service, where did you go to next? Sure, yeah. So again, I did room service for a few years, and then I kind of moved my way into banquets. 
And ah, okay. loving it, loving it. Banquets, yeah. Uh, banquets is amazing. I've been doing banquets now since, well, since then. Okay. Um, at a different hotel now, but yeah, so I've been doing banquets since then. I, when it was my, my manager, actually, that, that kind of pushed me into going to banquets because I was really comfortable in room service. You know, it was, it was, it was fun. It was easy. I was making great money. Mm-hmm. But my manager at the time, he was like, listen, Ryan, I need to get you into banquets. Banquets is where it's at. You know, I so, um, so, so he pushed me in there. And with my bartending experience, he started me off as, um, as a bartender, banquet bartender. And then I immediately um, transferred into the, uh, like, like the full-time head bartender. So, so I was, you know, I was, I was organizing and doing inventory, um, mm-hmm. and bartend, banquet bartending is so much fun because versus regular bartending, you're not really collecting money. You, you're not, you're, there's no, there's no exchanges, you know, people may give you tips, but you're not ringing people in, you're just serving drinks, Yeah. you know? So it's, um, you're not a cashier. Yeah. There's no cashier involved. That's in, that, this, you know, all, all banquet events, whether, you know, whether it's an, yeah, but either, packages, it's all included. yeah, whether it's a consumption package or, or, a, or a per person package, it's all packages. It's all open bars. Um, so yeah, so, so you're just setting up your, your mobile bar mm-hmm. and you roll it to the destination, you set it up and you serve. Um, and again, banquets, if you're not familiar with banquets, um, it's great. They're usually they range from maybe one hour to three or four hours. Usually weddings are the longest. They'll be like usually five hour bars, mm-hmm. which are crazy and can get out of control. But okay. um, I could see that. But uh, but yeah, it's fun. You know, and you're, you're you're serving drinks. You make drinks. You serve drinks. And you know, after bartending, then I um, then I rolled into being a banquet captain. After a couple of years of bartending, I rolled into captain, and banquet captain is is. You're pretty much you're the banquet manager. You're on the floor banquet manager. You're you're steering the ship of and organizing from setup to breakdown. Mm-hmm. You're working with your setup team. Mm-hmm. Um, you're working with your bartenders, your servers. You're giving direction, making sure everything everyone knows what they're supposed to do. They're doing the right thing. They're setting up correctly, and then um, and then you're kind of overseeing, and then you're on the floor the entire time for the entire event. And then after the event's over, then you. You know, you make sure everything gets broken down. Um, you're also dealing with the client itself directly. So on top of working with your servers, your bartenders, your setups, you're also working side by side with the planner and the client, making sure their expectations are met. That's a, that that Crazy. sounds like that's yeah. a lot. Fun fact: uh, my very first serving, not even serving, my very first like hospitality job, mm-hmm. I was a banquet houseman. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I was like 18 years old. <laughs> Housemans, that's, that's a great, that's a great gig too. Yeah. It really is. When let's say conventions come in, how does that affect uh, service in the hotel? Yeah, that's a great question too. So um, it all kind of goes by how big the convention is and what their plan is with the banquets. Mm-hmm. So. So the conventions usually they'll have breakfast and lunch. Okay. They may not have dinner every night. So how their events are set up is pretty much how the outlets in the hotel are gonna function. So let's they may not even have breakfast or lunch. Maybe they may they may be there from Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. and they may have breakfast only two days or maybe mm-hmm. dinner two days. So every other day they're there. Um, they'll take a break or something, come back or. We sure they'll, they'll they'll do their coffee break and come back, but they may go to the hotel restaurant for breakfast mm-hmm. or the hotel restaurant for dinner and lunch. Um, so 
that kind of factors in. And then, you know, we just have to communicate or, you know, everyone has meetings to communicate. Hey, this group is going to be here for mm-hmm. the whole week and they have no PM events. So make sure your restaurant are staffed up and are ready for the, overflow, the, the yeah. 300 mm-hmm. people that may hit you guys all at once. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So in in regular restaurants, there's a certain amount of, of unknown. Particularly with your restaurant, I, we do a lot more reservations, so we kind of know, but then if there are walk-ins, if the bus pulls mm-hmm. up, it, it's a little bit different. It seems to me that with the um, with, with, with a hotel, it, it seems a lot more controlled. Like you, you kind of know, and correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of know the capacity of what your outlets are going to do based on, on bookings. Am I correct? Sure, yeah. I mean, um, you can definitely know. Uh, but there are some unknowns as well. So because the hotel restaurants are open to the public as well, mm-hmm. there are still walk-ins here and there. Um, but yeah, it's definitely gives you a better understanding. Um, you know, days before, especially as being a server, if, if you're that type of server that, that wants to know the information of, hey, what's going on in the hotel? Mm-hmm. What kind of groups are in the hotel this week? Um, you know, and, and then get yourself in a mindset, hey, listen, I know there's a big group coming up next week. I want to make sure I'm working all the night shifts and, you know, so that's definitely something to know. Okay. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. What about, uh, what's your next step from there or, or what do you, what do you currently, what's your current position now? Well, I'm a banquet captain. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm st- still a banquet captain. I'm at a different hotel, but banquet captain, um, we have a conference center there. So, so we take on, it's a busy, busy place. You know, we, we take on a lot of groups throughout mm-hmm. the year. Uh, and, and, you know, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's also a great spot. We have, have actually, believe it or not, I've got some of my servers that have been there for over 30 years. So wow. it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty At special. that location or in, or in the company? At that location. Wow. That's insane, right? Whenever, whenever I hear that, I'm like, mm, sounds like money. <laughs> <laughs> right? um, yeah, so the team is great. It's that type of team where, you know, uh, with banquets, you get what's called a BEO, a banquet event order, um, okay. and we'll get all those a week in advance. So we'll know exactly what's going on for the next week. And, and the banquet event order is basically a breakdown. It's a menu mm-hmm. of everything that's going to happen for that event. So it'll have the whole menu, and, and then we'll, we'll have our servers and everything you know, on it, set up and where they're going or what their position is going to be throughout yeah. the event. Sounds nice. very, that's like talking about the difference between uh, regular restaurants and, and hotel, man, we're flying by the seat of our pants. All the time. 
there's um i i can only imagine that that you have predictable resources as far as hey you reach for that bottle of captain that captain's supposed to be, be in this there, yeah. spot and and in this well and you know I don't want to have any illusions because I know there's a lot of moving parts. Like as you as you mentioned, you know, do you ever run out of stuff? <laughs> of course, but <laughs> that's Excellent. what you were asking. That's so. what I'm, yeah, when do things? When do things? Describe to me a time when things went sideways. Uh gosh, I mean, you know, a thing about banquets is even though we have our BEO and with all the details and the timing, stuff goes sideways all the time because. Sometimes the planner, you know, it goes on when the group is, you know, they have their meetings. Let's say they're supposed to end at five o'clock and mm -hmm. all of a sudden they end 30 minutes early or, or, or an hour okay. early mm -hmm. and they want to start their reception now at four o'clock instead of five. You're communicating with the kitchen and saying, hey, listen, I need my food. Hour I, need, now. I need my new food now because yeah. <laughs> they're about to break in 10 minutes. Okay. Um, so that kind of stuff goes sideways all the time. So that's why you always have to be ahead. Mm. And... Yeah, I mean, if, if, if we run out of a bottle of Captain, luckily we have, you know, our restaurants, our mm -hmm. other outlets that we can run to. You know, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll call up, you know, I'll get a hold of the manager at the, at the restaurant and say, hey, listen, I need a bottle of Captain or I need whatever it is, Tito's, you know. Um, so luckily we had that to go to. And at either, at either end, you're putting out fires. Oh, yeah. Have you ever, do you have any knowledge, I'm curious about the pool area? Uh, because whenever I go to a hotel pool, it almost feels like people just lose their minds. You know, when you're sitting down, you, it's it's the same as a restaurant. They're gonna go to a dirty table before the the, the server comes to to bus it up. There's more children, not more, but there's children. And they're all over the place. They're all over the place. Can you have glass? You can't have glass. It feels a little bit. If there were my assumption, any chaos points, it feels like it would be the pool. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so no glass, no, no glass. <laughs> always plastic, right? No yeah. china at all at the pool. Um, yeah, pool's always plastic, because God forbid you don't want you know a, a glass bottle to fall, and then you know you're you're already running around with with with, with no shoes on stuff yes, like that. Sure. It makes sense. But then there's elements. You're outside, so then there's the wind, there's the rain. Mm -hmm. Th that's another chaos thing. And then if you're having like you know non-china plates. That's not exactly holding down stuff. So, yeah. great question. Also, so out, outdoor events, we always have a backup space. Ah. We always have a backup space. So any outdoor events, you know, we'll have a backup space ready for them somewhere inside, mm -hmm. whether it's the foyer, another ballroom, um, whatever the case is. And then we always try try and you know pay attention to the weather. And then they, we allow the client to give us a weather call two hours in advance to give us plenty of time, hopefully even two hours is not a lot, a lot of time, but two hour call time to change the event. If, if we see, you know, a bad storm come in, uh, especially sometimes we have our events up on uh, one of our sky terrace areas. Mm -hmm. So it's elevated and maybe if there's no wind on the ground, there's wind up there. True. Yeah. And even if there's a little bit of rain and wind, it'll come through hard. Uh, so, so yeah, so we give them the opportunity to let us know, hey, we don't really feel comfortable. We're going to move inside. They say, no, we really want to be outside. And I've had weddings that are bride, brides <laughs> that are like, I want to be outside no yeah. matter what. We had a wedding a couple weeks ago, and it was super windy. We had a backup space ready for them to go, and we told her, hey, listen, it's going to be really windy. 
You sure? Nope. She She's not having it. it. She wanted it outside. She wanted what she wanted. <laughs> exactly. And hey, it was windy. It was it was windy. There was no casualties, but it was uh, it was windy. They um, stuff was blowing all over the place. But at the end of the day, you know, it's it's what they want. Yeah. So they're we, paying the check. So we make it happen. That's nice, man. Is there a certain temperament difference that you can tell that you can tell now that you can look back on your time as a re- as a res- restaurant server versus your time in the hotel? Is there a temperament difference like you see among your coworkers or managers or things like that? Yeah, what's the vibe? Yeah, what's the vibe? What's the difference? I mean, I feel like the vibe is cool because you know, again, um we all work for money. No one works for free. Mm-hmm. And That's right. I would hope you're not working for free. <laughs> that, that just wouldn't work. <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, although my wife does work for free. She, 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 you know, she runs her rescue. Um, but she that's because she's, 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 pass, yeah, she's passionate. That's her passion. That's but her, she also works for money. She does work for money. Yes. <laughs> And I have to keep working because <laughs> I have to keep working to make her happy. But um, but yeah, back to the service charges. You know, um, that's the great thing about banquets. You don't really have to worry about trying to chase down a, a, a guest mm. to, to to give you a tip to make sure it's automatic. Tip because yeah. it's already in there. Yeah. Now they may give you extra. I've I've had plenty of you know occasions where you know. You know, uh, you go above and beyond, and the client is so happy. You know that they'll give you an extra twenty or an extra hundred. You know, um, so which is great, and you know that also drives my service too to go above and beyond too. We also do uh, hotel recognition, so so if if the uh, if the client sees them, you know, a certain server go above and beyond that's taking care of them throughout the week, mm-hmm. they'll they'll give them a coin, and and then the the, the coin will go, will go back to the the managers, and then they'll broadcast it throughout. All okay. channels to recognize and, and then give them, you know, a, a um, small cash amount. But uh, but yeah, um, the vibe is cool. I think I feel like the vibe is less stressful, mm-hmm. re- less tension, um, because the servers don't really have to worry about, you know, trying to um, trying trying to work hard to make sure that yeah. that these guests give them their their gratuity. They know it's already in there. Yeah, and that's interesting because I, I it almost feels like once you're relaxed about it you can and the guests are also relaxed about it too it mm-hmm. feels like because they're not they don't gamify right. how you get paid yeah and so you can have that relationship and say hey you know mr so-and-so what may i get for you there's i feel like on both sides it's not just sometimes people contend oh if the gratuities are included the the server might slack off or whatever but we for the most part are in this job because we like helping people and like seeing them yeah have a good time and and and, and then you're not stressed out when you're not you know like as a server just naturally you don't want to be stressed out or even have a table stress you out true so you just want to have that vibe be nice and chill you want to make sure they leave happy and and you got paid, so you're happy about it across the board. You did your job, and it yeah. ran smoothly. You don't want to have to deal with somebody complaining or any. Nobody likes to deal with a complainer, anyways. And if it, everything runs smoothly, it, it always runs smooth. What do you think is? Uh, let's say there's somebody listening that wants to get into hotel service. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the? What is the entry point that is most likely? Entry point. Uh, gosh, for the service side. 
I mean, I love entering as a as room service server. I felt mm. like it was a good way to get into hotels. Okay. Uh, not even knowing anything about room service, just knowing, you know, about the service industry and being in hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could also enter in and, you know, starting off as the um, in a hotel restaurant outlet would also be a good way to to start off, um, because you know being there in any of the, any of those outlets you're still getting that clientele of seeing a guest every week true um but you're still feeling like you work at a regular restaurant um the only difference is like i said you'd get that those customers day in and day out mm-hmm. and then also being able to know that easily you can just charge it to their room rather than having to collect a credit card um or cash you know usually it's just like what's what room are you in? Yeah. Yeah, that, that transaction's got to be... It's a lot smoother. Yeah. yeah. Um, Have it you, helps out the pool, too, as well. Not a lot of people at the pool will carry cash. True. So in the pool traffic, um, my previous hotel, I worked at the pool a lot as well. And the pool traffic is a lot different. You know, you have people come and go. So, those, you know, you can easily start a tab with them, you know, really early in the morning. And then you may not see him again till right when the pool closes. But it's easy to get that, you know, that person, their room number, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can automatically charge them, you know, right away. Once you get a signature, you know, saying, hey, we're going to if you do, if, for whatever reason, if you don't come back, we're going to go ahead and add 18 percent to, yeah. to the final bill. Love it. I'm going to let you go on this one since you spent so, uh, you know, your your time in room service. You ever see anybody naked? I mean, um. I, you know, uh, uh, I, 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 uh, <laughs> that's a yes. Uh, <laughs> that's a yes. I'm just, I'm just curious because uh, I mean, you're in a, uh, the, you're experiencing a lot of people. Yeah. And I, uh, you and I both know, we all know that people are nuts. Nuts. Yeah. And they go and they let, they let loose when they go uh, in a hotel. So I can only imagine when you're going up for room service, it's like uh, the delivery guy and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, um, it is, it is, and it isn't. I mean, like, it only happened one time, and it, it was, it was, it was like a couple of guys in a room, and they like purposely were in the shower because because they knew that someone was coming. But mm-hmm. besides that, I feel like it's still a, a still a personal space. You know, you're gotcha. going, you're going into someone else's. Yeah, it's almost like you're going into someone else's house. True, Absolutely. true, true. So, I mean, you have to take every, everything you know, with a grain of salt and just kind of, you know, you, you knock on the door, introduce yourself. Sometimes people don't even want you going in their room. Mm. True. You yeah. Know, which, so they'll take it right there from you. Yeah. They'll, they'll say, I'll take it right here. I'll sign and just, you know, I'll take it from here. I got a dead hooker in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not going to question you about it. I'm not going to question. Just go, I, I, go I, ahead. I was, I was never here. Just, just sign on the piece of paper and let me go. Do yeah. your thing. I just need this tip. <laughs> I just need you. Make sure you. I want a problem. Show. Yeah. <laughs> That's listen. I would love to talk to you ab- again because there's uh, some other things. This particularly country club. I'd love to pick your brain about 
if uh, if you would love to come back, that'd be great for us and for our listeners. Thank you so much for Stace to Stacy for suggesting this. Yes. Uh, Stacy Amara. I hope we uh, hope we touched on the things you wanted to hear about. And she she's like uh, eagerly awaiting your your music, my friend. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, okay. I know I told you about that. <laughs> and is there anything you'd really like people to know about, um, you know? working banquets because i've i've been a guest but i've never actually worked it so let's say that i wanted to make a transition what would what would be your best advice for me to succeed just go for it with, um you know with with open arms i'm telling you i, I love being in banquets it's a it's a great smooth smooth transition you know um again being in the hospitality we all work for gratuity and and it's easy to know that I mean, I'm just saying my experiences. I don't know if all banquets have the gratuity included or how the servers get paid and the workers get paid, but it really is a smooth transition. Um, you know, I have, I have no regrets. Awesome, man. Going. Thank you so much, Ryan. Yeah. My man. My man. We'll see you next time. If you do enjoy our show, give us a like, subscribe, and let me know how we're doing in the comments. Actually, I want to know... If you work in a in a hotel, and maybe you can tell our audience about the, uh, the some differences that you've experienced. And I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. I'm Daniel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We, Stacy, check out my music at uh, everything. But look up Quick in the demo, and you'll pop up on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Quick in the demo. Quick is the artist. K W I K. Okay. And the demo is the name of the CD. Oh, okay. And that is on Apple Music, Spotify. Amazon, all that stuff. That's all you had to say, brother. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Later.